Welcome back to the long and sport of it. Week one of football is done. So, of course, we got to have an episode of Football Facts. Cue music. Welcome to the long and sport of it. I am here with my co-host for Football Facts, Samik. Samik, how are you doing? Oh, you already know we're doing good. Dude, that Seattle win over the weekend, man, they look solid. Oh, yeah, they look really good. I mean, I personally didn't even expect the Seahawks to do that good. Uh, 38-25 really surprised me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, so, of course, Samik, he's a huge Seahawks fan. I'm a huge Giants fan. I mean, we really did not look good against the Steelers. I mean, our offensive line is terrible. Of course, I had Saquon Barkley in fantasy. Um, I still won, which was good. I had I had a pretty decent week. Um, yeah, I got I got... Very lucky that Saquon didn't completely screw my team. Yeah. And, that would have been yeah, bad. Yeah, and I think the thing that really hurt the Giants this weekend was Daniel Jones' interception in the red zone. That was unfortunate. And I, mean, I think that's the type of thing that you'll get better with as you get more experience. If you're a new quarterback, those oh, for sure. I mean, tricky. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. The offensive line did not help, and that touchdown that was later in the game, I think it was James Washington. Yeah. I've seen better tackles at the goal line from fifth graders. It was pathetic. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, I think I think they've re- they've they've just got to fix it. I think the game against the Bears this week it's definitely winnable, especially if. Daniel Jones can get enough time to pass to guys like Slayton who went off. And of course I had him on my bench because Pittsburgh has got a good defense, but yeah, I think that's going to be their key this weekend. Um, So I think we should go run down through some of the games that happened this weekend. Samik, what do you think about that? Sounds good. Um, The game I do want to talk about for sure is the Washington football team beating the Eagles and now taking first place in the NFC. Who would have thought that would be the case after week one? I mean, it is after one week. And they, it's the weird tiebreaker stuff with the inner division win. But, I mean, that they got very, very lucky is what I'm going to say. I stand by that. They got super lucky. Um... Philly, their injury bug, It's I think that's what's going to kill them in this year. I think they're not primed to win that division this year. And even if they do somehow squeak into the playoffs, they're not primed to make a playoff run. That's what happened to them last year was the injuries. Yeah, and with that, the Eagles could easily finish last in that division at this point. Yeah, I, I think if I'm making my predictions um, – I think it's probably going to end up being they finished third and probably barely missed the playoffs because if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, he can really help that team, but I just don't think they're good enough to make it. So final score from that one was 27 to 17. Of course, kind of the meme of the week is they got 27 unanswered points scored by a team that doesn't even have a name. Which is pretty funny. Um, it's pretty sad. I mean, yeah, happy to see it as a Giants fan, especially since I don't think Washington's going to be competitive. But I think with that, that was a very big upset. I think that was probably upset of the week. Um, um I think but from there, an upset of the week. I think that would go to the. Cardinals, I want to get into that game. Who managed to upset the Niners? 
Now, to me, this shows that the Niners have gotten worse over the offseason and that Jimmy Garoppolo still cannot be a franchise quarterback and their team will be stuck because of it. You know what? I see your point, but I got to disagree with you on that one a tiny bit. I don't think it shows that the Niners got worse. They fought hard in that game. I think it shows how good the combo of Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins is going to be. I mean, Christian Kirk, who is arguably their second best receiver, he had zero yards in that entire game, I think. I might be wrong on that. He Okay. Um he just he there went... are two things I have wrong with that. First of all, you put a big disrespect on Larry Fitzgerald. And second of all, as soon as a team He's old. as soon as someone double teams DeAndre Hopkins, the Cardinals are gone. They don't have anything else. But well, if they're double teaming DeAndre Hopkins, like we mentioned earlier, they've got Kirk and Fitzgerald and Kyler Murray has a ridiculously high ceiling. I think he could end up being a super. Yes, but if you do, if you did watch the I, game, a I lot think... of passes went low, and DeAndre Hopkins had to dive from, or at least reach down low to catch many of them. That could end up hurting him against better. Teams. I mean, it helps that they. I I honestly feel like that team, if they stay healthy, are going to be really good. But I think you're right about Hopkins if. I think if he were to get injured for an extended period of time, I, I'm i not sure what they would do. I mean, maybe they'd have to trade for someone if they think they're going to compete, or they might just have to throw it down. They might just have to throw away the season if Hopkins gets hurt. I think you're right about that. Or if something happens to Kyler Murray, I mean, their backup quarterback is, I'm actually not sure. I'm going to Google that here. Um, I mean... Their backup quarterback is possibly Brett Hundley. And we saw what happened with him when Aaron Rodgers went down for the entire season a couple of years ago. It didn't end well. Yeah, no, it did not. I don't think he's a viable backup if you lose your starter in Arizona. But I do think Arizona will finish second in the NFC West. The Niners and Rams will be battling it out for the seventh seed this year. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's. I think that's definitely for sure. And so I think hands down is the Niners' defense did not look as good as it was last year, and Arizona might be an injury away from just having to throw away their season. Yeah, but. Props to them. I mean, they just they just beat the reigning NFC champ, so that's impressive. That is impressive. And so, if we want to move to the runners up in the NFC, let's go to the Packers Vikings game. I mean, I was watching this game early on, and I was thinking to myself, "Man, this Vikings defense looks pretty darn good." But this was when they were able to stop guys at the goal line or when they were close to getting first downs. I mean, for the first quarter, the defense looked pretty good, but then it just all fell apart. Well, yeah, and I think that's the biggest weakness to the Vikings right now. Their defense aren't helping them out, and the Packers' offense looked really strong. So, to me, if I'm a Vikings fan, I'd be starting to get on the line to pushing the panic button here after that. Um, some people may say that it's not something to I mean, the worry Packers... about quite yet, but the Packers' offense looked really good, too. Um, if you're a Packers fan, you have a lot to be excited about because I think they can be really competitive in the NFC this year. Oh, yeah, I think whenever they have Aaron Rodgers, I think they're going to be competitive. And, yeah, their their offense just looked really good. Vikings, it was a close game, but it really was not a close game. And I think the same can be said about the Chiefs-Texans game. The Texans were getting absolutely owned that entire game. 
you see Deshaun Watson going up against uh, Patrick Mahomes and you're thinking, oh my God, this is going to be a great match. And then you watch that game and you're like, well, is he as good as we think he is, Deshaun Watson? I mean, it was it was a pretty humiliating loss. I don't even know how they managed to get 20 points on the board. Well, I think the Texans' offense, I mean, well, not their offense. I mean, Deshaun Watson is a very, very good quarterback, and I think very highly of him. But losing a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, that does you no favors. I mean, he's a superstar wide receiver who they traded for David Johnson, who, yeah, he had a touchdown, but it was early in the game. I think I think their receiving's a, a bit of a mess, and that is going to be what kills them this year. I think the Texans are very overrated, and but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They were going up against a team who won the Super Bowl last year and could easily go undefeated. Yeah. And speaking of another team that could go easily undefeated, we have the Ravens, who had an outstanding win against the Browns <laughs> this week, completely blowing them out as the Ravens like to do. More like the. I mean, the Browns are those dookie, weren't the man. Browns. Those were just the Browns. Browns. I mean, that that was just a sad, sad game. If you're a Browns <laughs> fan, the Ravens just completely killed them. Lamar Jackson looked great. The Browns, everything about the Browns just didn't look that good. Uh, yeah, but Browns fans. Oh, it, it didn't. I mean, another losing season or eight and eight at best. I don't think they make the playoffs. I'm still shocked that people think that this team still has a shot to make the playoffs. I mean, I just don't see it. There are better teams in the AFC, and they're third, maybe second at best in their division. I I just don't see it clicking this year. I think that I think they're, that team's yep. a disappointment. Yeah, uh, it's, it really is a disappointment. Um, going on to another disappointment... We have the Buccaneers. Um, they did put up a fight, I guess you could say. But, I mean, if you're thinking about the kind of weapons they have on that offense, you got to give credit to the Saints defense for being able to not make this such a shootout that it comes down to a game-winning field goal. The Saints handled that game pretty well, I thought, for how powerful that offense is. Oh, I agree. I mean, the I think the Saints are my favorites in the NFC. I've been on Team Drew Brees. I mean, obviously not for his uh comments, I guess we should say in the offseason, but I've been on I've been on Team Saints for a couple of years now, I think. They are still my favorites to win the NFC. I just think their offense, even without Michael Thomas, is still very good. And, I mean, they di- they handled the Buccaneers without having a good game from Michael Thomas. So, I think I honestly think if they can get Thomas healthy and back onto his onto his usual business. I think sky's the limit for the Saints. And the Buccaneers, I wouldn't completely panic about them yeah, yet. No, they, they played one of the I've best teams ha- in the NFC. You can't panic quite yet. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, I was having thoughts of, man, he is washed. But he's Tom Brady. He's got a really good offense. I, I, think, I think they'll turn it I around. Think they'll turn it around, too. Um, let's move on and talk about the Titans Broncos games on Monday night. That was that was a pretty good game. Oh. Like Oh boy. I mean that game was something else. I mean Steven Gaskowski, man, he does not look the same after missing all of last year, but props to him for coming back and hitting that game winning field goal. I think I think the Broncos are probably going to be a good team, and I wouldn't I write the them Broncos, off yet. The Titans are very good. Should probably have a spot in the playoffs this year. They both are playing pretty well. Yeah, that. Especially yeah, the I think. Seed. 
I mean, so if you're looking at teams in the AFC, I mean, I think I can say right now that division winners are probably going to be locks at this point, Chiefs, and probably the Ravens. And then I think for the other divisions, I think that the Titans will likely win the South. I mean, that's a real toss-up. Uh, I've been seeing odds that the winner would be 9-7. and seven. And I think the Bills will likely win the AFC East. I think, I think the Bills are just a more balanced team than the Patriots with a better offense. So that would leave the door open for three wild card spots. And I feel like I kind of have to count out the Browns. They looked terrible. The Raiders, I think, are overrated. The Chargers, I think that it's a rebuilding year for the Chargers. The Steelers, I think, will definitely be one of those wildcard teams. The, I think probably the Patriots will be another wildcard team. And then I think that the third wildcard is going to come down to Indianapolis and Denver. And I think Denver looked like the better team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because in that Colts-Jaguars game, it was pretty underwhelming. It had a decent score at the end, but there was nothing too special that I saw from either team. They lost to Jacksonville, I mean. Yeah, exactly. At least the Broncos lost to a team that almost made the Super Bowl last year and arguably even got better in the past two weeks when they signed Jadeveon Clowney. Yeah, I, honestly, I think the Colts are looking kind of bad right now. Yeah, the Colts. I I think at this point, the Broncos would be my seventh seed in the AFC. And speaking of another team that could be a seventh seed, the Los Angeles Rams. I am so happy that they beat Dallas. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I think their fans are cocky. And obviously, I'm a Giants fan. And Giants fans hate the Cowboys. Samik, what did you make uh, of that I was game? I really disappointed in the Cowboys. I really wanted them to win this match. The Rams should have been 0-1 along with the 49ers. So, I, on my part, I think it's a failure by the Cowboys. With Everson Griffin signing and all the big players you have on your team just to go 8-8 eight and eight every year. I don't really know if it's worth it. I mean, the Rams, their defense looked a lot better than I expected, but still don't don't think they should have won that game. And I think that's a failure on the Cowboys' part. But now that the Rams have gotten here, I do think they have a good shot at the seventh seed for sure. I mean, it's going to be them and the Niners battling it out for it. I, I, could, I could easily see that. I feel... That that should be an interesting race down the stretch. And my take on the Cowboys is you have the pieces. Just put it together, guys, and you should be fine. I mean, your division's wide open at this point with the Eagles' injuries, the Giants' offensive line, and their defense, frankly, not looking very good, and the football team being the football yeah. team. I mean, I mean, it should be very interesting, and... If we're talking about another division that's wide open, I mean, the AFC East. Yep. It's going to be a close race between New England and the Bills. And if we go through their two games, the Patriots, it was the Cam Newton show, and they were going against Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think the Patriots had a good day because yeah. Cam Newton got to go ham on the Dolphins' defense. So I still don't know for sure about the Patriots, how good or bad they might be. The Bills, they beat the Jets, which is expected because they're favorites to win the yes. East this year. Like, if they lost, then that would be something. But as far as the both games, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets, Bills, you can kind of see where that division is heading into a close head-to-head between the Bills and Patriots. Yes. Some of those games are going to be very, very interesting later in the year. And 
frankly, my take on the Jets is you've only gotten yep. worse. I think they are on pace to get the number one yep. pick for me I'm right now. Up Jamal Adams really has hurt him, too. They're 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 not very good. They're and if we want to move on here to another team that obviously the score didn't show it, but they're not very good either. The Raiders Panthers game. The Panthers played beyond where they were expected, but the Raiders but, defense is bad. It was more sh- of a Las Vegas Josh Jacobs versus the Carolina Panthers game. If Josh Jacobs it was it, it was didn't dominate as much as he did, I don't think I don't think that game would have gone the same. Yeah, I think that that's the main thing to say with the Raiders. Although it was a fun game. It went back and forth a bunch. Sure did, and it was it was the Josh Jacobs show on the Raiders side. McCaffrey, he still looks pretty good. I think all I, we can take away from this game is that both teams have some work they yeah. need to do, even though because yeah, and it, yeah, on, especially on the defensive yeah, and side. Yeah, another really close game this week was the Bears Lions game. Oh God, that had quite the ending. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for the Lions fans. Matthew I mean, Stafford. that's just Imagine terrible. Imagine that perfect pass and then it just dropped. That that must be heartbreaking right there. I feel so bad for Stafford. He's his team's cursed. He's a good quarterback and Yeah, Matthew Stafford is gonna be There's nothing really else to honestly he should have had a ring, but I think his time is not really gonna come. Unless of course he gets traded. Uh, Maybe not a ring, but at least a win in the playoffs. That's true. I mean he hasn't even gotten that. It seems like something always goes wrong for him last second whenever he's in a position to win a game in the playoffs. Well, we uh, the Cowboys pass interference fiasco that was that was just yep. ridiculous. I the... but coming back to the yeah. now. Yeah, we got to we got to come back. I feel like we got to come back to the now. I think the Lions have potential. Just please Stop choking. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing right there. Just the chokes. They need to they need to stop. Oh boy. Speaking of another choke. Cincinnati LA. I feel terrible for Joe Burrow. I saw the ending of the game and I just felt horrible inside. Burrow leading his offense down the field in prime position to at least tie the game. He threw what could have been the game winning touchdown to AJ green. If he hadn't pushed off, they set up Randy Bullock perfectly for that game winner. And I said to my dad, as we're watching the game, watch him miss this. He shanks it. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, that's that's just depressing right there, you know. You come all the way, you go through all that work and just for a shank. I mean, that, that's just depressing. But what can you say? They're the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bungles, I mean. It's the only way to describe yeah. them. And I think that wraps up our week one results. It was... One it sure interesting week does. Oh man, it but foot it sure yeah, was football season's back, which is always good. I'm I am so happy about football season being back. It it was just fun to have it, you know, it and fantasy football back too. It's been fun to play some of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I Yeah, I've just I'm just enjoying having the NFL back, and speaking of having the NFL back, we got another week coming up. We're recording before Thursday Night Football for week two. 
Samik, you want to go through and do some of the your game predictions, just who you yeah, think is going to so win? I'll just um go down the line, and then you can tell me if you agree or disagree here. Um, starting off with Thursday Night Football, we have the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, this is two teams who aren't the best at really anything. Um, it's really just going to be a battle in last place. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but that's the reality. <laughs> Um, oh I man! I do think the Bengals will redeem themselves this week. No nail biter against the Browns, and I think the Bengals will make themselves Ohio's number one team. <laughs> I think Ohio State might actually be the number <laughs> yeah. one team. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> Yeah, I I agree with you completely on that. I think the Bengals just showed more potential than the Browns. The obviously Joe Burrow, he had a pretty dang good debut. Yeah. And and you know what? I I think they'll I th- I think they'll come back this week and win the game. And my score prediction, I'm going to give this one I think 20 to 14, the Bengals win. Yeah, I could see that happening. I don't think the game's going to go much higher than that as far as scoring. I think both teams don't have like a super high-powered offense or that great of a defense too, so I could see the scores finishing somewhere in the 10s, like last week's Bengals game. Oh, that's... Um, Moving yes. on to the Rams-Eagles now. This is a game that if you asked me before the season, I would have said the Eagles would have won for sure. But the Rams had yes, a good week one, and too. the Eagles had a bad week one. So you put two and two together, and I think the Rams take care of it again and stay undefeated after week two. Yeah, I think I think the injury bug's gonna hurt the Eagles, and the Rams got off to their hot start. I complete. I I agree with you on this one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a. I think this game is gonna be, end up being. 27 to 20 Rams. Interesting. I was going to go for 30 to 20 Rams. Yeah. I could see that. I could um, see that. Panthers, Buccaneers. Now, this this is redemption for Tom Brady, who's not used to losing like this. Um, And the Panthers, <laughs> too. They, had, they managed to come back. They had the lead, but they screwed it up. So we'll have to see if they can come back also. Personally, there's just too much on the Buccaneers' think- offense to be stopped by that Panthers defense, I think the Buccaneers will take care of this one. Tampa's going to, yeah, they will definitely take care of business. And I, I, I just think that while they might be a bit overrated, they're a very solid team against a Panthers team that's projected to just be in the toilet this year. And I think they will be in the toilet. I mean, yeah, they put up 30 points, but it was against a bad defense this past week. You know what? You know what? I'm going to give this one 37 to 17 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't, I think it's going to be a lot closer. I wasn't going to give this 34 to 28 Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers don't have that great of a defense, and Christian McCaffrey is going to run all over them. So that's that's my take. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I I think Christian McCaffrey's the big X factor in how well the Panthers do, and yeah, that's all I can really say about that one. Moving um, on to Broncos and Steelers. I, Ooh, good game. Yeah, good game. It sure is. But I just think the Steelers have a really good defense. Big Ben looked pretty good. I think this is a Steelers win. Yeah, I think the Steelers should win this game. They had a better performance than the Broncos. But should be kept pretty close. I'm going to... Uh, I think this one's probably going to be 24 to I think I think I think the Steelers will score 24 points. I I think that the their defense though is just good. I think it's probably going to end up being 24 to 13 Pittsburgh getting the win. 
Yeah, and I think it's going to be a 21-17 win for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah, it's it's not going to be a nail-biter like the score I said sounds, but but I think it's still going to finish with the Panthers getting one of two scores needed to win the game at the end. Uh, moving on to yeah, the Lions-Packers. Uh, this is going to be a blowout. Let's be real. Aaron Rodgers' offense looked great. The Lions' defense didn't. Yeah. And as much as I'd love to have Matthew Stafford have a comeback story in this game, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Not against the Packers. Oh, not at all. I mean, we saw Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams just go off against the Vikings. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think this is going to be a 38-14 to 14 victory for the Packers. Yeah, that, that if the Packers' offense keeps their form from last week, I definitely think it could end up being like that, I, I I have confidence in Aaron Rodgers to kind of pummel the Lions in this one. So I'm going to give this one, I think, I think the Packers it probably will put up 38 points. So I'm going to say 38 to 14 Green Bay Packers. I'm very confident in Aaron Rodgers. And if we want to move down the list here, a team, two teams actually, that I'm not super confident in, the Vikings and the Colts. What do you think about this one, Samik? Um, so the Vikings lost a good team with the Packers. The Colts lost to a bad team with the Jaguars. I don't think the Vikings are that good, but I still think they're better than the Colts. Um, Neither. so I think this is going to be a mediocre and scoring game, but the Vikings will pull it this one out. Yeah, I agree. What do you think the score? Uh, I'm thinking something like 23-17 Vikings. Yeah, I was kind of thinking something similar. I'd probably give it, I'd probably give it 27 I I think it's actually going to be the same score as what happened last week. I think it's going to be a 27 to 20 Vikings win. The Colts defense was lackluster. I'm kind of mad that I picked them in fantasy, but you know, it's a defense. It's not the most important position. I took them late. Um yeah. yeah, I just think the Vikings offense did look pretty good, so I think that they'll be able to get it done versus the Colts. And if we go to a team that uh, their offense just really could not get it done this past week. The final NFC North team to play, we've gone through the other games. The Giants and the Bears, this one is going to be an entertaining one, I think. This one, will be I a think. good game, too. Um, this, this for sure is going to come down to game-winning field goal. And oh. I think both teams are in kind of the same place here. Um, both teams could sneak themselves into the number seven spot if they pick it up and pull themselves together. don't think it's too probable for either one, but this game will really help one or the other one out. And I think that, that the Giants led by Daniel Jones can pull off the game-winning field goal here, winning the game 24-21. Yes, sir. I love that pick. I I'm thinking that it could come down to a game-winning field goal too. I mean, these are two offenses that really did not have a great showing week one. So, you know, I think I'm going to give this one. I'm going to go weird score on you a little bit here. I'm going to say that this game ends up being because of Mitchell Trubisky. 24 to 22 Chicago Bears loss to the New York Giants. <laughs> the Bears, they're, they're going to be getting a lot of field goals this game. That's where my score is coming from because Mitchell Trubisky 
is not very good. He could not throw the ball. And my boys, the G-Men, Big Blue, they're going to pull it off this week against a team yep, that's and I decent. Think, I think so. And yeah. Um, I. Moving on to Falcons Cowboys. This. Ooh, this, this should be another. Be this should be another game. entertaining one. I'm gonna try to come back. I do think the Falcons are the better team out of the two of these guys. The Falcons played very well against Ooh. the Seahawks, actually. As far as their offense was considered, I mean, they put up over 500 yards as an offense. They just couldn't get it done when it mattered most, and I think that's why the Seahawks are a good team. But the Cowboys, I don't think, are as good. So I don't think their defense can stop the Falcons in the way the Seahawks could. And I truly believe that the Falcons will come back and win this game. What's your score prediction? Um, I do think this will be a close one. I do think it's going to be a high-scoring one. So I'm going to go yeah. 28. Falcons win. Matt Ryan leads a great game-winning Yeah. Game. Matty Ice, I mean, the guys still got it. And this is two teams where they do not have good a good defense. They have defensive problems, but they've got really good offenses. And I think if the Falcons can get it under control, they should be pretty competitive in this game. But I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think that the Cowboys are going to take this Ooh. game. And I think they will win it. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win this one 27-23. Interesting. We'll have to see how that one pans out because that's the first one we've disagreed on. It's This is a real – this is a good toss-up one. I think I think it could definitely go either yeah, way. Yeah, I think so too. But, yeah, if we want to move to a game that I don't really think is a toss-up. Yeah. 49ers versus the Jets. This game, I personally will not be watching. This <laughs> Neither game. will I. And I, I think if you're if the 49ers <laughs> don't win this game, the 49ers won't have a winning record. But I don't think that's the case. I think the Niners easily mm-hmm. win the game against the Jets, despite their loss against Arizona. I think this is a no-brainer. So the Jets, they looked very, very bad. And the Niners, they lost, but they still looked okay. I'm going to give this one 24-6 49ers. I think Sam Darnold's bad. I yeah, and I think just it's an overwhelming win for the 49ers. It's not going to be as good as they would win games like these last year. I think it's a 28 28- to 13 win for the Niners. I could see that. That's a little more safe, but I think I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be close. Uh, next up, we have Jaguars-Titans. Oh, what a great matchup. I mean, I at the beginning of last year, this would have sounded super sarcastic, but it could actually be an okay game. What are you thinking? Yeah, Gardner Minshew could like live up to his potential, I guess. I think that team has some power, but I think Derrick Henry and the Titans are just too much for the Jaguars to handle. I think the Titans win comfortably, actually. I think they'll win with a couple of scores. Yeah, what you thinking for the I score? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm thinking... 20 to 10 Titans win. Yeah, that that's a safe pick. I think I think the Jaguars just got very lucky last week and played a Colts team that is definitely incomplete and I I just can't see it. I mean, I think that the Titans led by Derrick Henry, they'll be going against a defense that's much worse than the Broncos D that they won yeah. against last week. And so I'm thinking Probably, I gotta account for some missed extra points here. <laughs> Goskowski. Um, yeah, I'm thinking this is probably gonna be a game that is. Man, 
Uh, I think that the Titans should probably win this game. I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give this one 22 to 12 Tennessee Titans. I I I think Gardner Minshew should probably throw one touchdown, but um, I think the Titans will just be better. And we'll move on to the other Florida team that's not looking too good, um, the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. What are you thinking about this um, one? So last week, the Dolphins lost to the Patriots by 10 points. This, they, this week, I think the loss is going to be by a much wider margin. Um, I think I the Bills are just a better team than the Patriots as of now, and they're going up against a Dolphins team that has been rebuilding for a while and is still rebuilding. I believe this will be a pretty outstanding win for the Bills, twenty-seven to ten, Bills victory. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give this one thirty to thirteen, oh, Buffalo. That's... That's a good one, too. I think, yeah, I, I just think that Buff- this is probably going to be a blowout. Another game probably shouldn't spend yeah, your time with unless you're a fan of one of these teams. This, this is, is yeah. easily Buffalo's win. So, yeah, and then another game that probably won't be close because it's another team that got very lucky, like the Jaguars did. Football team, Cardinals. What's your take on this, Snake? Okay, so I'm not as of a as much of a naysayer as you are when it comes to the football team. I really like how they can upset teams like the Eagles. I don't think they can upset the Cardinals the Eagles. by any means, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout either. This will be a, this will be yeah. you know your average Sunday. football game, but I do think this is a win for the Cardinals. Twenty-seven twenty Cardinals win. All right, that's that's fair. I I think I think that the Cardinals might be in trouble if Chase Young can break through the offensive line and get to that's Kyler true. Murray, but I'm still going to give this one to Arizona and I think it's going to probably be a 24 to 14 win for the Cardinals. Interesting. I don't think Cardinals defense is good enough for that, but we'll see. Um, and uh, let's start our first three twenty-five game: the Ravens and the Texans. This should be another. This should be another pretty good game, but I think we both know what's going to happen. Sneak, what you thinking? So, I'm actually thinking, thinking on this one because I think Deshaun Watson and the whole Texans—they're going to be fired up after that loss. And I think the Ravens might be getting a little bit cocky. I think this mm-hmm. game could end up becoming an upset. And this is part of my bold predictions, but Whoa. Like, I I'm kind of going to go for it with this one. I could see the Texans winning this game in a really close 34-31 win. Oh man, I am hungry for something like that. Dude, I am hungry for a game like that. I I think this game you know what? You've convinced me to hop on the upset train. I thought that we were both going to say Ravens win, but we're going to say the same thing. I think this is going to be a big big upset. But I think there's a key for the Texans. And that's shut down Lamar Jackson's yeah, and use, running. Use if JJ you Watson, do that, yeah, you got such a good back on back on your team. You you got to use utilize it there. Yeah, he. I feel like Lamar Jackson is a big Achilles heel for the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm gonna say that this game is going to be very high scoring. I'm gonna give this one. Let's see. I think this game is going to be... I'm going back and forth thinking about the Ravens' D had a good week last week, but 
Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? Revert back. Not going to be as high scoring as I thought. I think this one's going to end up 31-28 Texans. Yeah. It's either going to be a high scoring shootout that the Texans win, or the Ravens will do what the Chiefs did to the Texans, and it'll just be a underwhelming Texans performance. But if the Texans play to their potential and like play as if they want to win the Super Bowl, this could be one of the funnest upsets of the year. I I think this is going to be a must-watch game. And speaking of the Chiefs, like we mentioned earlier, a team that kind of handled the Texans, I think they've got a bit of an off week before they've got to play Baltimore. Yeah, and I, Is it and next week? Yeah, that's next week. I think this week. is an overwhelming win for the Chiefs. The Chargers don't really stand a chance here. I, I don't I really, really think don't. there's any competition here. But then again, I have seen the Chargers beat the Chiefs a couple years ago. But I think that's more of an end-of-season type upset to call. This is... You're talking the Mike Williams game, yeah, right? Yeah, this is, this is not one of those, I think the Chiefs get it done here. 31-17, Chiefs beat the Chargers. Ooh, I'm going, I am, yeah, I can see it because the Chargers do still have a pretty decent defense. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 35, the Chargers, yeah, I think it's going to be 35 to 13 Chiefs. I think they're going to handle them, and this game is also going to factor into one of my bold predictions um, but we got to move to a game that's sure to be bold. It's going to stand out, I think. Super Bowl Forty Nine rematch, Patriots Seahawks, Sunday Night Football. Well, you call this a rematch, Samik. but it's not really a rematch of any sort. Tom Brady's not on the Patriots. This is a completely different Patriots team than we saw in that Super Bowl. Um, Seattle won last time they played the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Which was I think four years ago. Yes. Um, I don't. I think Cam a large part of Cam Newton's success was being against the Dolphins' defense. Seahawks have a much better defense. Me too. Jamal Adams is going to be out there tearing it up. I think Seattle can handle this win. Maybe not as well as the Falcons win, but I still think we get a good one out of this one. Yeah, me too. What do you think? I'm thinking score. Seattle's probably going to put up a decent amount of points, even though the Patriots' D is good. So I'm going to say 24 to 15 Seahawks over the Patriots. I think the Seahawks have a really high-powered offense that I don't think the Patriots' defense can stop since – Many of them opted out of the season because of the virus. Um, I think Seattle wins in a much higher scoring match than you predicted, a 34-24 win for the Seahawks. Ooh. I could see that. I could definitely see that. And, yeah, I think I think that should be an entertaining one. And then we'll wrap up the week with some... Monday Night Football. Don't think this will be as entertaining, but I do believe, if I am not mistaken, I believe this is the opening of the new Las Vegas Stadium with the Saints and the Raiders. Yeah, it might be. Let's see. As far as the two teams playing see, here, this is the. I think the Saints definitely have an upper hand, but I don't think the Raiders are going to get crushed either. Because once again, it's the Josh Jacobs party there. Um, <laughs> I want to pick a yeah. shootout for this game, but I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Saints are going to put up 30 points, and the Raiders are going to fall short, putting up only 21. 21-30 Saints beat the Raiders on Monday night. 
Yeah, we saw how bad the Raiders' defense was last week. Yeah, exactly. I'm going really, I'm going really, really high on the Saints, especially that they were able to shut down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers last week. I'm gonna say that this one ends forty-five Woo-hoo. to. I'm gonna say that this one ends forty-five to seventeen. New Orleans Saints. Not a good way to open up Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders, but I think it's wow. going to happen. It'll be that, a blowout. That is quite the call right there. I do not think this game is going to the <laughs> 40s. I think if there's a game to, that has the potential for 40s, it's the Ravens-Texans game. Or maybe the Packers game, too. That could go into the 40s. Even the Niners. But I don't think this is the game that's going into the 40s. But that wraps it up for our um, predictions this week. It's going to be a fun one. No, wait, did, yeah. It should be a pretty good week of football. Yep. All right, so I think we should get into three stars of the week. And so three guys that just really stood out to you and carried their teams. It's almost the guys that made the difference. And my first one... It's got to go to the great Aaron Rodgers. He handled the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Aaron Rodgers is definitely one of my three stars of the week also. Um, he just... Yeah. He crushed. Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. He had an amazing week. Yeah, he sure did. Um, I didn't actually have him on my list of my three stars. Instead of Josh Jacob. Well, I guess I don't really know who your third is yet, but my other two, other than Aaron Rodgers, is going to be Russell Wilson and DeAndre Hopkins. I think... Well, I like it. Like yeah, thinking. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the reason the Cardinals won. And Russell Wilson cooked, and man, did he make a feast for Seattle. He completely tore it up against the Falcons in that massive victory. Those are my three stars of the week. Yeah, he really, really helped the Seahawks, Wilson did. And so I'm going to agree with you on DeAndre Hopkins as – my second star of the week. He, if it weren't for him, the Niners would have easily won that game. Like you said, he was catching some of the wild Kyler Murray passes. He was scoring touchdowns when he needed to score touchdowns. And that's really all it takes. You beat the, you helped your team beat the NFC champs and you deserved to get paid. Mr. Hopkins. He does. Good for you for having that good week and earning my second star of the week. And I'm actually going to go for my third star of the week here. Yep. Don't like the guy. Really, I really do not like this guy, but props to him. I'm going to give him props. And that is going to be Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think we touched on this enough, but he just – absolutely changed the dynamic in Pittsburgh with his return. He helped handle the Giants, and I think he is well-deserving of the third star of the week. He was making the plays when he needed to make the plays, and it was impressive to see him come back from that surgery. That's true, 100%. So we both agreed on Aaron Rodgers as our first star of the week. And he really did help the Packers. And I'm going to move to another guy who really helped his team just kind of handle another. And that is going to be. So we've gone over the standout stars of last week's games. I think it's time we get into some of the more notable flops. So we're going to give you our three flops of the week. Samik, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, and I'll start this off with the Vikings defense. Um, oh, ho, ho, ho. 
I think that's one of the biggest flops of the week. They had a job to do when they played Green Bay. They just didn't get it done. That's ultimately why the Vikings had this start to the season. Oh, for sure. And you know what? I would love to put the Vikings defense in my three flops of the week. But I'm actually going to have to go with another defense. I was trusting them in fantasy football. They screwed up pretty badly. And so the Packers are a very good team. But here's a defense that did not have a very good week. My first flop of the week is the Indianapolis Colts defense. Supposedly, defenses in the league. But they couldn't manage to hold off the Jacksonville Jaguars, projected to be the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, it was pathetic. Yep, it it really was. Yeah, it's just pathetic. There's really nothing much to say about it. Definitely deserves a spot there. Uh, My second flop of the week would go to the Cowboys. Just as a team, oh yes, this is a this is a team that signed so many big names. You got Dak Prescott, Zeke, Everson Griffin, Amari Cooper. Cooper, and, they re-signed him out of free agency. Everybody's forgetting about that. Yeah, and and all that just to lose to the Rams, who were predicted to be the last in their division this year. It's just another failure on their part, completely. I have to agree with you on that and you know what I'm gonna go with my second of the week of the week and that is going to be you know what you know what hold it hold it nope you know what I'm not doing that one I was gonna I was gonna do Tom Brady but I just quickly changed my mind he he was going against a good defense so you know what I'm giving my second one to the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, DeAndre Swift of the Detroit Lions dropping a gimme, pulling a Nelson Aguilar at the end of the game against Chicago. That was terrible. There's nothing else I can say. Yeah, you're right with that one. I did put him in my top three. He was going to be an honorable mention, if anything. Um. You know, you play in the NFL, you just can't make drops like that. Those are the times yeah. that shine. Uh, hopefully, oh. he can get himself back on his feet and continue his career. But if not, then it might be the last time you see him start. Yeah, he and you, everybody's forgetting they just signed Adrian Peterson. And I think he's probably going to be getting most of the carries this week. Yep, for sure. Um, my third flop of the week this week would definitely be the Eagles. Another oh. team that should have been oh. a lot better go up against a team that was predicted to be terrible with the Washington football team, and then you lose. I mean, there's no excuse to that. 27 unanswered points. Dwayne Haskins and company. Just let that sit in for a minute, Eagles fans. I mean, don't yeah, get too it, cocky. It's that, That's one of the <laughs> saddest things to even say if you were an Eagles fan. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, so I'm thinking to do my third one, and I've actually got a special honorable mention here. Um, I'm going to give my third one. I love Big Blue. Favorite team. They're my boys. But I'm giving it to their offensive line. It was terrible. They couldn't open holes for Saquon Barkley. Fix your offensive line, and Saquon Barkley is going to return to his rookie year form. But you have a terrible offensive line right now. It's just downright terrible. Don't be talking about trading Saquon Barkley. Talk about fixing your offensive line so that Saquon Barkley will be useful. Yeah, I think that's the biggest weakness for the Giants right now. And then once Daniel Jones gets pressured, 
you get Mr. Winston out of him with the interceptions. He has no... The problem is he has no time to throw. Yeah. That's not his fault. No. Hopefully he can... Yeah. Do you have an honorable mention? Yeah, my honorable mention was uh, DeAndre Swift, but we, al- we already talked about him. Yeah. All right. I touched on this a bit earlier, I think. But my honorable mention is going to go to a kicker. It is not Steven Guskowski. He redeemed his week. I'm giving it to Randy Bullock of the Cincinnati Bungles. Oh my gosh. I'm watching the game. I say, watch him shank this after seeing he's made two long field goals. I just had this feeling it was going to happen. What do you know? He shanked what looked like a chip shot. I'm pretty sure it was about 31 yards. He had overtime on his foot and he just completely failed. I mean, yeah, he tweaked his leg, but still, that was a bad kick. Yeah, it sure was. And it's it's too bad that he couldn't pull through with that one. Yeah, it was really sad, especially given that Joe Burrow had a pretty good debut and he was marching down the field at the end. Yeah, 100%. All right, so I'm thinking maybe do some bold predictions for this week. Three bold predictions. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you want to start? Sure. Let's go to the Lions-Packers game. All right. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have another really good day. Four touchdowns, 400-plus yards passing from Aaron Rodgers. Man. Wow. Yeah. I think he's poised and ready to put up some numbers in that game. Wow. I mean, that it, it sounds about right for Rodgers. I mean, he dominated the Vikings defense, I think. I think that's a very good, bold prediction. Yeah. You have one? Oh, I sure do have one, and I touched on this earlier. I think you might have this one, too. One of my bold predictions is that the Houston Texans will upset the Baltimore yep. Ravens. I think that their offensive line, or their defensive line, rather, is going to be able to get to Lamar Jackson, and they'll be able to shut him down pretty well. That was my second one. So why don't we go with your second one, too? My second one, also touched on this earlier, but it's going to be the Saints putting up 40-plus points on the Sin City Raiders. I don't think the Raiders have a good defense, and I think even without Michael Thomas, Drew Brees is going to have – a very good game. And I'm going to make a bet with you. Taysom Hill will get a touchdown. And Alvin Kamara is going to score three touchdowns. That's a mini... That's like a sub-bold prediction of my original one. Yeah. So, here's my final bold prediction of the week. All right. Give Carson it to me. Wentz is going to rush for a touchdown, throw two more in an upset against the Rams. Now, this does go against the predictions oh. I made earlier today. Or, yep. But I think if I have to go with another bold prediction, this is one that I, I kind of like. The rebound game for Carson Wentz. I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, I think I think he's got a shot to do that. Especially, I think, I think he might be Jalen Rieger, actually. Yeah, for sure. What's your third one? All right, so this one. This is very... Very bold. Might I mean all my predictions were pretty bold, but this one might be the boldest. So it's going to be either the Buffalo Bills Miami Dolphins game, or what was the other one? Crap. Oh, the uh, or the Chiefs Chargers game. I think that Tua. Or Justin Herbert, or both, will come into their games due to them being down by so many points at the very end and to get them a taste of what big league football feels like. Well, that would certainly be cool. And 
I to see those two playing in the NFL. I and these are two guys that have a shot to get the starting job by the end of the year yeah, too. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Especially with Tua, um, despite the injuries he had, I still think he could totally dominate. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Great. I definitely think he could. So, I think that wraps up our bold predictions for this week and our three stars and three flops of last week. And our whole you you can podcast for this week. Yeah, it does. That do, that's going to wrap up our recap of week one and our week two predictions. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I enjoy. I'm I'm enjoying this. This was a really good first official episode. Yeah, it really was. I think. I think this NFL season is going to get pretty crazy. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. But yeah, this is really fun. Thank you for being my co-host, Samik. You, you for having me. Are great. Always fun. Yeah, to be here. great talking to you. So, oh yeah, it's yeah. Enjoy having you here. So. We're going to see how this week turns out. I think it could be a wild week of upsets. You never know. It's pretty early in the season. We could see some teams start to climb. I mean, Washington football team. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Thanks a ton for listening. Have an amazing week. Peace. See ya. The long and sport of it is made with Anchor.fm and our intro music was made by Samik.